Welcome to The Author's Journey with number one international best-selling author and in-demand publisher, Rebecca Hall Greider. Today, we'll showcase the works of an amazing best-selling author, find out the story behind their book, and explore ways to bring your message powerfully forward. Now, here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. We are thrilled and excited to be connecting in with you on the author's journey, where we are privileged to have candid conversations with best-selling authors. These are people who have gone through the process, the journey of an idea of a book someday, have discovered it's time, and they have brought it forward and released it in the world in such a way that it's been received as a best-selling book. So they have gone on the journey, they have brought their message forward, and it's been received powerfully by readers around the world. So it's exciting to be able to talk with these amazing authors, pull back the curtain a little bit, and see what the journey is really like, what they discovered, what they learned, maybe some inside tips on the book itself or the cover or why they decided some of the things they decided and bringing the book forward. So I'm thrilled and honored to have each of you tuning in and joining us today. I hope that you have your paper and pen ready. I always recommend that because you will have some tips, suggestions, and ideas that will pop in for those of you who are writers. For those of you who are readers, you will also have an opportunity to write down contact information, maybe some inside perspectives on this powerful book, as well as where you can get it to add it to your library too. So welcome, welcome. And I want you to be able to get the most out of our time together. So I mentioned taking notes. I encourage doing that. I also invite you to stay fully present. This is your time. This is an opportunity we are coming together to pour into you. So with that, I want you to take a deep breath. As we connect in, slow down. Feel that support, that connection as you now have this time where you're being poured into that you get to receive, you get to learn, you get to discover and be fully present and enjoy that as you are leaning in and learning more about the journey of writing, about this powerful book and anything else that pops up within you. I find when we're fully present, things spark within us. And it's a wonderful time to capture some of those sparks by writing them down as we come together, become fully present, and lean into the conversation. So with that, I am excited to introduce our amazing guest, Cameron Lundgren. He is a number one international best-selling author of Beautiful. He has spent 20 years in the software sales business as one of their top producers, Five years ago, he grew a one-dump truck business to a 20-truck business and contract with the government for highway repair. So he has the ability to grow things powerfully. He's learned how to run a successful company, and just at the peak of that, the unthinkable happened. He lost everything. The woman he loved, his business, his career, his kids even disowned him, and he found himself stopping at a very low point living in his mother's basement with $70 left to his name. Today, he has rebuilt his life, his kids, his children are living with him, and he has rebuilt his business 
to now it's closing in on a million dollars in revenue anticipated this year. So he's been able to build powerfully again, step forward and serve. And part of the way he's serving and looking to make a difference is his book, Beautiful, that we're going to be talking about today. With that, please lean in. Warmly welcome the powerful and dynamic Cameron Lindgren to the show. Welcome. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing today? You know, it's it's a good day. Um, there's a lot of snow out here in Utah. Um, I'm working, which is, you know, something that a lot of others aren't doing with the weather. And so, you know, I feel very privileged to, you know, be able to, to run my business today and, you know, be in a good place, um, both mentally and physically in life right now. I'm, I'm in a happy place. I'm glad. I'm glad. And it's such a, a powerful way to start the new year as we're looking ahead to be in that. So I celebrate that with you and <laughs> glad to have you joining in and carving out some time for us today. I, I just appreciate that. And for those of our listeners that you're new to, that they're not familiar, do you mind sharing just a little bit of your story and why bringing your book forward became important to you? Yeah, so, um, you know, I I fell in love uh, with the beautiful woman, and um, although there were signs that I didn't see or grasp as we were dating, um, she had mental health problems, and um, she talked about them, but I didn't didn't really, I didn't see them as uh, something where she would actually act. So she would often talk that, you know, I, I may be better off dead. I don't think people would care if I was gone, those type of things. Never, you know, anything straightforward like I'm going to kill myself or suicide or anything like that. But um, the, the signs were, were there, but I chose to look past them because in my mind it's like she's just, you know, a beautiful woman. Why would she actually do something so terrible? And um, one night after an argument and uh, amongst friends, um, she made it up into my bedroom and uh, locked the door and... And, you know, I couldn't get into that door. And uh, so I went into the neighboring bathroom to relieve myself. And as I was doing so, I heard the door open. She came into the doorway and she had a pistol in her hand and she put it to her head and pulled the trigger. Um, I, uh, mm. I, you know, it's, and all this coming back is so hard to, you know, even talk about. I've, I've relived this writing this book and you know, and so many times, and it's it, there's not a day that goes by that it isn't, you know, triggering and, and hard for me to talk about it. But mm. um, anyhow, I continued to give her CPR on the phone with uh, uh, the 911 and dispatch and kept her alive until paramedics got there. And when paramedics got there, you know, they said, well, we understand you've called this in as a suicide. Somebody has been shot, so we need to take you under arrest you know, at least preliminary, or for now. So, you know, I stood up and, you know, obviously crying and, you know, losing my mind at that point. But, you know, they they, were, they put handcuffs on me and put me in the back of the car. And two, three, four hours went by, and I'm still in the back of the car thinking, you know, why, why am I still here? You know, they had sent her off in an ambulance hours ago, and um, there was a mistake or a, maybe a misunderstanding, probably more a mistake, on the the bullet trajectory because I I don't know what was going through the radiologist's head, but when the gun went off, it cracked her skull down the middle 
And although there was an entrance and an exit from right to left, there was a cracked skull down the front. And so I don't know if there was some confusion there. But anyhow, they took me under arrest, and I went very quickly from losing the woman that I loved to fighting for my freedom. Um, and shortly after that, I found myself fighting for my life when the whole world turned against me. Um, social media had their own ideas and their own opinions and their own made up stories of, you know, what had happened. You know, there were people saying that I was a trained killer, that I was a mixed martial artist fighter. Or I was ex-military and I'd kill people in, in the war, which all are just totally untrue. I'm kind of laughable to even think of that now. But, um... You know, I found myself fighting for my freedom. And, you know, in that process, you know, as you mentioned, my kids turned against me. Um, uh, some friends turned, I would say the majority of my friends that knew me, they didn't turn mm-hmm. against me. They, you know, I would get messages like, Cameron, I've known you for years and you, I don't see you as somebody that would do this. And so, but there are, there are a few friends that turned against me, but for the most part, the entire state of Utah saw on the news which pretty much reported that boyfriend uh, calls in suicide of girlfriend and now suspect of, of her murder. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think when people see headlines like that, they automatically assume that, you know, this man must have killed her, right? Like, why would yeah. there even be any type of suspicion if, you know, as, as the old saying is, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And so... Anyhow, uh, to, to just kind of wrap up, I, I found myself um, in a very depressed state. Um, ironically, I found myself in her shoes mm-hmm. um, and, and not wanting to live and not thinking people cared if I lived either. And without giving away the ending of the book, um, it's uh, the purpose of the book, which I'm not sure. Well, actually, I'll, I'll let you ask that question. <laughs> that's, that's the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I appreciate you sharing some of that and a little bit of what you went through. And I know that's just some of of what you went through. And for our listeners, I, I just I'm sitting here thinking, wow, if I were in such a situation and faced with some of those things, how I, it's it's unimaginable to me. And to be in that kind of a position and to have such loss and then be fighting for your freedom is is just so much. And then to feel so many turning against you and media and all those types of things. And so, one, I just... Um, want you to feel us caring and leaning in. And secondly, um, I applaud what you have done and leaned in and been able to build and rebuild because that takes a lot of courage and um, resilience to do that. And I'd love for you to take a moment. We are getting ready to go to commercial break here just in a moment, but I'd love for you to just give our listeners a taste of why so you were willing to relive some of this to bring it forward again to share again with a very clear purpose of what you wanted sharing this writing the book to do so would you mind sharing what your purpose and reason and why you wanted to bring the book forward um now not someday Uh, absolutely um you know i witnessed something that i wouldn't wish on my worst enemy and it was very tragic and uh, uh, an enormous amount of trauma uh, resulted uh, because of it. Um, 
it was even harder to write it again and go through it. I've read the book over and over probably 30 to 40 times just to perfect it, you know, uh, editing and just reliving the story over and over. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, that was as hard, if not harder than what I watched is just reliving it over and over, writing it. But um, the the purpose of the book is to bring awareness uh, to suicide um, that... If you are feeling suicidal or if you have these thoughts, you know, if you read the book and saw the destruction that it caused me and even her family members and and people that loved me, um, it's just, it leaves a path of destruction. And the way I like to explain it is it's kind of like a seed. You know, I never thought about suicide until this happened. In fact, I was happy. I was successful. I was doing well. Um, I never had a, a negative mental health thought in my mind until this happened. And it planted a seed and that seed grew. Um, and, and in fact, it grew from one of uh, her ex-boyfriends, which I met during this process. And he, he said to my face, he said, Cameron, if I if this happened to me, I'd probably just kill myself. And that's, in fact, the seed that, that, that started to grow in my mind, you know, that, gosh, you know, this is terrible. This, you know, I don't want to live anymore. I, how, do, how do I move on? I've lost my kids. I've lost my business. And anyhow, to get back to the point, um, the point is to, it's, it's not an easy read, and it's not a happy read, but it does provide insight as to the destruction and all the terrible things that follow somebody taking their life. So hoping that if somebody does have that thought, if they were to read the book and just second guess and and give themselves a moment to think through what would happen to the family and the people that they love, that would be my purpose if, if that happened to even one person. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And I um, love your willingness to share this to help bring awareness to suicide and hopefully prevent and save lives that people stop, they pause, they question instead of taking the action. So and and that they feel not alone in some of those thoughts or struggles, because I think that happens, too. So I appreciate your willingness to share, to bring awareness. And even if it touches one person, saves one person, that's worth it to you and worth um, saving lives by sharing what happened and um, what has come forth. So I appreciate that. As we go to our first commercial break, listeners, I'm going to think about some of what Cameron has shared and just taking a moment and pausing, remembering you're not alone, remembering your story matters, that things that are really horrible and hard can also be used for good too, because sometimes we forget that. And there can be good, a good ripple created from really hard things if we're willing to hold that and we're willing to share that. So take these two minutes, stay present, and we'll continue our conversation in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at speakertalentsearch.com. That's speakertalentsearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes, that opportunity to pause and process all that's being shared to your heart, to your spirit, to your mind, just all of you as you hear Cameron share, just seeing what what strikes you. And I love his willingness to share and to face really hard things and finding a way to have it make a difference have it matter and share it out in the world. And I think we have choices like that in our life. And so for each of you listening today, I want you to think about as you are facing, you know, the new year and looking ahead, what are some of those things that matter to you that you want to shift the dial on that you want to make a difference? And what are some ways that you can do that? We even were talking a little bit behind the scenes and he had some unexpected schedule changes today. And I love what he said to me. So Cameron, do you mind sharing what you just shared with me about how you had a phrase about excuses? Well, you you can either, you can make excuses or you can get things done. And in fact, I think it was the, the original phrase went back to when I was doing call center sales in my early 20s, and it was, you can make excuses or you can make money, but you can't do both. And mm. But I, I didn't use that example today, but, you know, I did get called into work, so I'm sitting in a lonely dump truck. I have two employees that decided to go ice fishing today and instead of work, and so, you know, here here I am, and... You know, I'm, uh, you just, you, you have a decision in life, and, and I could have easily come up with an excuse not to, you know, take over, but, you know, I decided that, you know, somebody's got to do it, and, you know, the buck stops here, and I'm the, I'm the final, you know, I'm the final line. So here I am working and, and on your show as well. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I love that. And, and I think it's so great because when things go unexpectedly, you know, not according to plan, we do have that choice. And I love, your willingness, you know, okay, so we will take care of that and we'll move forward and we will, we will find a way to be on the show too. So I just think it's a really great example. Sure. Yeah. If I could just add one other thing, Um, Mm -hmm. I found this to be just a a pillar of success in my life of just maximizing my time. And Mm -hmm. you, you might ask how in one year, you know, I went from one jump dump truck and now I build it to a million dollar company, you know, in 12 months. And um, essentially what I, I did is I was working my sales career and doing software sales. I'd set up a green screen behind my dump truck so that when I would have sales calls, I would set up and have video conferences with them 
them, and I'd pull over on the side of the road and do my sales. I would bring my laptop in my truck as well so that when I was stopped and getting loaded or, you know, whatever, I would open up my laptop and I'd work on my book. And I feel like, you know, one of the keys to, to being successful in life is, is maximizing your time. And I see truck drivers do this all the time. You know, when they're, when they're sitting, just waiting to get loaded or waiting for the construction equipment to get going, you know, they'll sit in their truck and they'll just watch them, you know, watch Facebook on their phone or TikToks or just do nothing or just eat, you know. And, and I find that, you know, people have all this extra time in their life and if they maximize it and then they use it, um, you know, for me, I was doing three things at once. I was driving a dump truck, I was working a job, and I was writing a book all at the same time. And so, you know, again, uh, not to elaborate on what you asked, but, you know, I, I do feel like it's important for a society to maximize their time as much as they can. I, I think this is brilliant because you didn't know this, but one of my next questions was going to be, how did you do this? So this is perfect. <laughs> so that, <laughs> see, you must have, must have seen my notepad here. So that's that's perfect. But, but I love that, that you made a decision, you made a commitment, and you found a way to weave it into your life. Because these don't just magically happen. It takes a commitment. And I like how you found the time. You found those pockets and you used them mindfully and purposely to take those steps to write the book, to bring it forward. You got creative in how you were using your space and your time. And I think there's a lot of advice because we do have these time leaks throughout our day that suddenly at the end of the day, we didn't get everything done or we don't know where the time went because we're not paying attention. And I like how you were very aware of that and harvesting it, using it in a powerful way. I think that's great advice for all of us, whether we are looking to write and bring our book forward ourselves, or we're looking to bring other things that matter to us forward, really paying attention to how we use our time. I think that's that's brilliant. So my my other question in this, in, in the how part of the process is, so you made the decision you're going to do this. You you found these pockets to write, and and was it that moment that conversation with her ex boyfriend that said, you know what, I'm going to to make this shift, or what made you decide that now is the time to bring this forward. I'm willing to commit my time, my energy, my spirit, because it takes its toll to relive things like this, that I need to bring this forward. What was that moment that helped you go from idea someday, I'll tell this story to it's time? You know, um, when I say I lost everything, uh, you know, I, I literally lost everything down to $70 and found myself living as a 40 year old man in my mom's basement. And, uh, you know, sometimes people have to give hard love. And my mom finally just kind of gave me some some hard love and was like, Cameron, you just, you can't just live here and die in my basement. You have to, you have to get out and you've got to go. And, and so, you know, um, that's when I, I made the conscious effort to, you know, and in fact, there was a review on Amazon that there was some confusion about. I got my CD. I had dump trucks um, before, and I got my CDL afterwards. And 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 to address that, um, I own dump trucks, but I never drove them, right? Mm. And so um, it, when I'm last dollar in my pocket, you know, I'm like, well, you know. I've always done sales, but I can't go do sales now because, you know, the world thinks I'm a killer, right? So how can you be, you be a professional salesperson when the world thinks you're a killer, right? And mm -hmm. so, 
you know, I was like, well, you know, maybe the next best thing is I go walk and I get walk into the DMV or the driver's license division. I get my CDL and I, you know, I start driving, you know, a dump truck. And that's essentially, you know, what I did. And um, I think sometimes we have to get to the very bottom um, to, to climb to the top. And, and you said it perfectly earlier that things happen to us in this life um, negatively can, can actually be very positive, right? And um, anyway, I, I felt that I was at the – and I, I, this isn't the first time I've – Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in this type of way, but I've. This is the first time I fell to the bottom in business or mm-hmm. my career or life in general, and I've I've always climbed myself out of it and clawed and scratched and like, I, listen, I'm not going to let this defeat me, and you know, I think I just had to, you know, search really deep, and 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 show that even the worst possible thing can happen to you and you can still overcome it. The unthinkable yes. can happen to you and you can still overcome it. We can, we have a choice to try or give up and you have that choice every day in, in all sorts of interactions. Right. And so anyhow, um, to, to answer your question in short, you know, I, I, I came to a point where I decided that, you know what, if I can prove that this won't defeat me, maybe it will help others. And so that's when I started trying. Mm. I love it. And so that journey of being willing to do that also inspired you too and spurred you forward. So I, I think that's that's really powerful. And and as you, you did this and your, your book came together and you started going through the steps to publish it and to share it with the world, were there surprises just in the publishing process? I find frequently I talk to authors who are like, oh, I didn't know this was part of the process or this surprised me. Was mm-hmm. there anything like that for you? You know, um, people ask me all the time, you know, like, how do you write a book? You know, how did you start that? You know, what did you do? And, you know, I just, like, one night I'm like, I just opened up my laptop, and I'm like, I'm just going to start writing. Like, I had, like, I think people need this this safe feeling of having it all, like, know the process, and they know exactly what's going to happen. And, and I just, like no holds barred. I just opened it up and just started typing, you know, and what, you know, at one point, you know, the first five chapters was not even five chapters. It was just a bunch of writing, you know, and then I had mm-hmm. to go out and separate them. But, um, I, there, there's a lot more involved to writing a book than meets the eye. Um, uh, and you don't have to be, um, Listen, I, I'm not, I, did, I actually dropped out in high school, in fact. Um, so, you know, people would probably be surprised to know my history with school and how I'm successful, you know, t- today. And so um, I'm probably going to fail at my use of words here. But you don't have to be an English teacher to write a book. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be an editor to write a book. You don't have to be anything to write a book. All you've got to do is just sit in front of a typewriter or a computer and you got to start. And, you, and it's one word after another. And you just add them all together. And then after you're done, somebody can go and clean that all up. I mean, there are professionals. And in fact, the people that you would think are writing books are not writing books. Those are the people cleaning up the mess of people writing the books. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
you know, and, and, and usually the people that are writing the books have creative minds, right? But they're maybe not the best, you know, grammatically, if that's even a word. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the biggest uh, obstacle, you know, I found is I had no idea. I mean, everything that went into building this book and cleaning it up and making it professional and, and sounding like it is uh, a, a number one bestseller, um, it, it was it was quite the process, but I, I would I would tell anybody thinking of writing a book or thinking of going through this process, don't let what you don't know stop you. Mm. Don't let the unknown keep you from moving forward or trying, because all you got to do is start, and then you find an editor, and then you find a proofreader, and then you find a formatter, and then you know you just go through the process and you build the book. Yes. Ah. Uh. Beautiful. Thank you. I I appreciate you sharing that. And um, I hope everyone listening out there is hearing that. Don't make it more complicated or harder than it needs to do to be. And don't worry about what you don't know. Just start. And one word leads to the other and one step leads to the next. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. And your book was brought forward. It was released earlier. And it, I was thinking earlier this year, but it's already 2023. My goodness. So it was <laughs> towards the end of last year. Time goes so quickly. And it yeah. was released and became a number one international best-selling book. It hit best-selling status in the U.S., Canada, France, 42 best-selling categories, seven number ones, really powerfully received. And I'm just curious, what was that like? How did it feel to have your book received in that way? You know, it, it was it was quite um, it was quite an, an accomplishment. You know, I my biggest fear was that I would release this and nobody would want to read it, and mm. nobody would want to even you know look at it. I mean, you're you're a you're an unknown author, and yeah. um, I I knew I had an amazing story to tell, um, but the the accomplishment of of getting that number one was um, quite quite amazing. And, you know, not to put a plug in for you, Rebecca, but you were a huge part of that. Um, mm-hmm. There's no way I would have been able to do that by just doing this and then putting it on Amazon or something, which was pretty much what I was going to do until I found you. Um, but um, it's, it, it confirms that all my time spent um, was worth it. And I have come to the conclusion that I will never be rich as an author. And that's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe somewhere this will, you know, catch on or, or somebody, or maybe I'll just happen. Oprah readers will happen to just want to read it, you know, and, and maybe I'll become rich, but you know, the, 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 the feeling of accomplishment that I am an author and a number one best-selling author. Um, it truly is one of the best feelings and biggest accomplishments I've ever done in my entire life. So. Mm. Oh, thank you for sharing. Congratulations again. And it was an honor to be part of that journey with you and to um, get to support bringing it forward and, and being part of it and watch it unfold so powerfully. So it was just an honor and a privilege and very excited for your success. And can't wait to see because that's the beginning you know it's continuing to ripple out in different formats and different ways in the world and can't wait to see all the lives touched we are getting ready to go to our next commercial break and as we do that 
listeners, I want you to think about some of the great wisdom and insight that Cameron has shared with us. To not let the unknown stop you. Just start. Keep taking steps. You don't have to do it alone. You just you get support for each of those steps along the way, but keep taking steps. Don't don't find reasons why not to, find a way to. And I just think that resonates so powerfully for each of us. So take these next two minutes, really think about what he shared, write down some of those thoughts. And when we come back, we're going to share some additional tips and insights, as well as how you can connect and add this book to your library and a couple of exciting tools to support you. So we'll look forward to talking to you in just two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes. They had some great ideas or thoughts or promptings that kind of bubbled up to the surface as he took a moment to process some of what is being shared with you today and what is striking you, what is hitting you, what is impacting you. And I I really, as I'm reflecting back on our conversation, I'm struck by the reminder to maximize our time, to really choose how we're using it. Don't let it just waste away. Let's choose how we use it. Let's be committed to bringing forward those things that matter to us. And I love this just start one word leads to the other and get help along the way that Cameron did to bring his book forward. And that, and the other thing that really strikes me is how hard things, really difficult things, unimaginable things can be used to make a difference. That even those things can impact people in a positive way. So I hope as you're looking ahead at 2023 and beyond that you're really taking in some of these messages and looking at how you can move forward in a way that is powerful for you and what matters to you. And as you are looking at, if you're looking at bringing your book forward, if you're looking at taking those steps, just start. Don't let what you don't know stop you. Just keep taking those steps. And if it's supportive of you, I'd love to give you a gift. It's called the Emerging Author Series. So you can find it if you type in Emerging Author Series with an S, it's plural, series.com. And it's a set of nine different ebooks 
They're all about a chapter in length, giving you frequently asked questions. If you're not sure how, it gives you ideas of how, how to structure, how to bring it forward, myths and truths about publishing, what is a launch, all of those types of information to help support you on your journey. So I invite you to lean in. That's my gift to you today to really support those of you who are looking at bringing it forward, that you have some great information to help you do that. Secondly, for those of you who are feeling that call and that pull to speak your message, I want you to know about the Speaker Talent Search. It's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. It's a program we created to help speakers, messengers, experts, leaders get on more stages, get on shows like ours so they are able to share their message and touch more people's lives because that's how we make a difference. It's sharing it out. So I invite you to check that out as well. I'd love for you to include that on your calendar. There are a couple of dates tied to it, so make sure you're paying attention when you lean in and check that out, speakertalentsearch.com. And with that, I wanted to continue our conversation with Cameron, and I had mentioned in the opening segment about cover, you know, why we designed the cover the way it is, and I realized as I was reflecting back on our question, I questions, I didn't ask that question. I got caught up in the other parts of our conversation. So Cameron, I'd love for you to share. Do you do you mind describing your cover and a little bit of why you shared that, the title of your book and subtitles so everyone can be looking for it and knows kind of what they're looking for? Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I mean, um, when I look back over the year after this happened and the year afterwards, um, some of the maybe for lack of a better term, spiritual things that happen were undescribable and unexplainable even. And um, it, extremely strange things. I mean, you'd have to read the book to actually, you know, uh, uh, understand what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, for example, um, Shana had actually been uh, um, cheating on me, you know, which... I'm not going to say if that's good. That is a bad thing. But regardless, you know, there were some failures and breakdowns in the relationship toward the end, and she had been cheating on me. And um, one of the men, um, after she had passed, found a little charm in his bed of hers. And I got frustrated. And I'm like, wait, he got, he, she left something behind that he could have, and I didn't get anything like that. I got frustrated, and I started searching through my things. And believe it or not, a charm fell out of my, um, my comforter that I had put into a box on the floor, the exact charm. And I'm like, no way. You've got to be kidding me. This is like, unless this is, you know, totally, uh, uh, what's the word when you plan out a crime before, um, you might need to help me, Rebecca here, uh, um, premeditated, premeditated, unless, unless, yeah, unless unless she premeditated her suicide and planted these things, there's just no possible way that these charms happened to two of the guys, you know, that were that were with her. So anyhow, going back to the the cover, um, early on when we first met, uh, we were walking around a lake, and you know, just like silly first lovers do, and you know, totally into each other. And uh, a butterfly came down onto her shoulder, and it was turquoise and it was purple, which is ironically the colors of suicide. I didn't know there was a turquoise and purple butterfly out there, but it, it landed on her shoulder, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty, and it bit her. And I'm like, I don't oh. think butterflies bite people. That's so weird, right? And, and I, I, 
I, I, I just didn't, I couldn't understand. I couldn't have my hand around it or head around it. And so essentially the, the cover of the book is a naked woman with dark hair and she's standing there and there are purple and turquoise butterflies on her back. And there's a little cut as if they were biting her. And so, um, I thought that would, you know, be the best, you know, one for suicide awareness. Purple and turquoise is the colors for, you know, suicide awareness, um, which is one of the most ironic parts of all of it. But um, anyhow, that was the, um, the the idea for the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, thank you for, for sharing that story and what went into the cover and design. And it is a cover that, that does take your attention, it pulls you right in, which is important when, when a cover is being designed. And it's good, you know, listeners to really think about your cover and what message you're trying to convey. And I like how you tied in the colors of suicide awareness and, and prevention, because I know that's the core of why the book is being brought forward. So it's important that when you're putting together a cover that it matches and there's an alignment in the message that it's sharing with the potential readers. And so I love that you were able to do that with your cover. So can you share for those who are are curious and interested and don't have this book in their library yet, um, the full title and where they can find it? Uh, The the full title is uh, beautiful. Um, I think the, I don't know if it's called a subtitle, but it's uh, Mm a, Uh, a memoir, uh, a true story memoir of romance and self-destruction, how one bullet destroyed two lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's lots of ways that you can find this book. I would say probably the best way is to go to my website. It's beautifulbook.us. That will give you access to all the different ways that you can access it. Um, it, it is out on paperback. It will be coming out on Audible. By the time you hear this, it may actually already be out on Audible. Um, but, uh, and it's available on, uh, Kindle and Amazon. It's available on Barnes and Noble. Um, you can email, uh, a request for information from at info at beautifulbook.us. Um, the book is also being made into a podcast. Um, if you don't want to spend the money on an audible, you can even go listen to the podcast chapter by chapter. Um, there will likely be sponsors, you know, at the end. So, uh, but you know, that you can actually uh, listen to it in a, in a podcast on Spotify or it's Apple. I'm not sure if it's called Apple Podcasts or it's not Apple music, but it's Apple something. So, mm-hmm. Perfect. I love that you have your own little podcast mini series with the book. That's that's really exciting. <laughs> so I, I love that <laughs> yeah. you've created that. Uh, beautiful. Well, thank you for for sharing and letting us know the different ways we can access this. I appreciate the wisdom and advice that you've shared with us today. Do you have any final tip or a piece of advice or something you want to share with the listeners? Um, no, just uh, let me piggyback on what I just said. Uh, there are, I believe, seven chapters available on the podcast now. So if you are interested in the book and maybe not quite ready to buy it, you can always go to the podcast and you can listen to a few chapters. And if, you know, you want to go ahead and buy it, you can always go ahead and buy it before the podcast is, is complete. Um, but, you know, my, my one last thought, you know, with the audience is um, mental health is so incredibly important and is so overlooked in society today. And it's almost something taboo to even talk about um, because 
we have all these expectations with social media and, you know, Facebook, and we see our friends happy and doing life and going on vacations and doing these fun things. And, and that's the problem with social media is it, it, it builds this perception um, that isn't reality. And, um, and I think, you know, these things is what, you know, essentially brings us down. And, and just be aware of your mental health. Be aware of where you are mentally and, and, and whether or not the thoughts you're having are healthy. Um, it, it is, mental health is so incredible, incredibly important. And meditation, even one every day, is super important. So that's all. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And to choose, you know, what we're paying attention to, what we're listening to, and to get help um, where we need help. And I was interviewing someone earlier this week, and they had talked about how when we ask for help, it's not a burden on somebody else. It's actually an honor that you're entrusting them in that space. And most people are very happy to lean in and support and they feel honored to be able to help and, and to do something. And I think sometimes we think it's a burden. And so I think if we can shift that and realize where we need help and who we know that may be able to help in that way, um, that's something that they feel useful and honored that they can use some of their gifts and their talents in that way. So, you know, let people know if you need help and reach out. And if somebody reaches out, listen, take that as an honor and see how you can lean back and help and support. So I think it's important we stay connected and we remember that really great tips and advice. Congratulations again, Cameron, on your powerful success. I can't wait to see it continue to ripple out in the world and have this book really make a difference in um, suicide prevention and bring awareness and have people think twice um, is, is really powerful. So thank you for leaning in and being part of our show today and sharing. Listeners, I want you to really take some of this wisdom and advice to heart Take some steps at the end of the show. Don't just rush back out into your day. Take a couple moments. Write down some things that you're going to do. Maybe notice throughout the day. A powerful activity can be notice where your time is going. I promise you, you will find pockets that you can then choose to use in a different way. And that can help you move things forward that matter to you. So I encourage you to be on the hunt for time, see where it's going, and then use it in a way that's serving where you want to go, what you're wanting to bring forward. And be committed. Take the steps. Don't just keep thinking about it. Someday, make it today. Start taking the steps. Start using that time because wisdom lost, wisdom not shared, is lost. And you have wisdom, insight, and information that can make a powerful difference. So be willing to share it. Be willing to lean in and bring that forward. Remember, you are important. You are needed. You are valuable. And the biggest gift you can give the world is more of you. So be willing to share it. Be willing to shine. I hope you have an amazing week. And we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of The Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward. 